bridging the gap between the young and the elderly. Brother Z and friend, we are glad you are listening. Welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brother Z and the Friends. We bring you tippets from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. Don't touch that dial and you will be blessed by the end of it all.
Brother Z, talk to me, brother. Talk to me. Talk well, to me. what could I tell you? What tell me something tell nice, you? man. Tell me something okay, nice. Okay, something nice. Yeah. Some <laughs> Pastor, Pastor Linda, you're going to have to take this man no. under control, you know. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to repeat exactly what I said, you know. Something yep. nice. Yep, that's what you ask for. Okay, okay. Something All right. nice. Well, something good. It's uh, a good day in the right. neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> yeah, great. Something good in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you, you had bacon and eggs and everything this morning for breakfast and everything like that, you know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> grits is my choice. Oh, grits. All right. Grits, grits. Okay. So we have a beautiful um, show lined up. So Pastor Linda. We want to welcome a special guest. It is Zadina Hoite. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Hoite. Hoyt. All right. So I'm going to just tell you a little bit about Zadina, and we're so grateful she's with us. Born in Montreal, Canada, had served the Lord from childhood and has strived to seek him for direction on her life's journey. She completed a Bachelor of Arts degree with a major in child studies and a minor in psychology at Concordia University. This led Zadina to working as an early childhood educator for four years at a private preschool before starting a family of her own. Zadina is happily married for eight years to her husband, Shane Tomlinson, and they have four children. She's passionate about the Lord and is about to begin her homeschooling journey with her family. She spends most of her time caring for them. However, when time permits, she enjoys reading and writing. She's the youngest daughter of one of the founders and host of Brother Z and Friends. Zadina, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Brother C and Friends is a unique thought-provoking program that brings our listeners closer to the understanding of the Word of God. We focus on things that are straight from the Bible that may need clarification to others. We make it as simple as possible. Okay. So, Zadina, what a rap sheet. Yeah. (laughs) 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 So, Zadina, you've been around a little bit, huh? You could say that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You've been uh, around a little bit. And and how is your beautiful weather up there in Canada? Well, we're having a nice day. A bit humid, but it's a nice day. We're grateful for good weather. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so Zadina, I know that Pastor Linda already told us a little bit about you, but on our opening question here, Mm -hmm. I want to know the real person, Zadina. Tell us, just is there anything else you want to tell us? Sure. Um, So first I want to say that I really see myself as a child of God. You know, Mm -hmm. I love God so much. I love being able to serve Him with everything that he has given me and I'm just so blessed to have had him in my life to get to really know him from mm. an early age. I can't imagine my life any other way. Okay. Um but also as as mentioned earlier, I'm I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter of course, and mm-hmm. I have sisters, I'm a friend, you know, and uh yeah, that pretty much describes some of the roles that I play. <laughs> wow, wow, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, you talked about um, serving the Lord from an early age here, and he says early yes. childhood. How, yes. early, how early are we talking about here? Uh, so I would say from about three years old. No um, kidding! Yeah, from about three years old, yes. I was going to church, a Pentecostal church, mm. um, with mom. And dad would often also take me to a Catholic church. So I was able to start serving really early. Mm. Um, my mom had me really busy with uh, like even Bible studies and prayer meetings and outreach. Anything really, she'd, she'd take me to mm. all of these services 
uh, from the age of three, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. But, but, but Zadina, what can a three year old know about the Lord? So that's it. I feel like at three, I maybe wasn't super aware of what's going on. That's the time when you're just, you're there, you're still able to soak it in. The spirit man is still very much alive. So even though I'm, I was young, mm-hmm. I have more memories, I would say, when I was five and six and probably older. Mm-hmm. But it's just that I was just so submersed in this life. I didn't know anything else. Okay. You know, I was just always in church. And where the serving part was concerned, I really started, I would say, maybe like in the choir at around six and seven. Mm-hmm. I was in the children's choir. And um, then as I got older, I was able to serve in different capacities. Like I was on the worship team and I assistant in you know youth ministry as i got a little bit older so it really just snowballed from there if you know what i mean mm-hmm. yes I, I mean can you say at the age you were when you actually said jesus this is my life take it and make yes. it yours can you can you <laughs> elaborate on that a little for us yes for sure so that i did at the age of 11 I was 11 years old, yes, when I, um, one of the church services, the pastor made the altar call, and I remember feeling this tugging at my heart, you know, just to go up, and I went up, and I I said the sinner's prayer, and I accepted him into my heart, and I just remember feeling so excited and so happy that I was able to do that, and I remember going home and saying, Dad, Dad, you know, I, I just accepted the Lord, you know, I gave, I gave my heart to him, and my dad jokingly said, oh, yeah, did he accept it? And I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> you know, it's something I always laugh about because I know he was joking, but I was, it, it wasn't something I thought about. I'm like, I don't know, did he? I'm like, he must have, right? It's like, <laughs> so it's one of those things. But, that's, yes, I remember vividly at 11 years old I made that decision. Yeah, that sounds like your dad, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bridging the gap between the young and the elderly brother z and friend we are glad you are listening the music that we play complements the topic that we may be discussing at any given time my confidence is in you is in you i put my trust in you Trust in you, Jesus, I'm not alone. You're with me, you're with me. Cause one with you is majority. My confidence, uh, uh, I put my trust in you. Jesus, I'm not alone. You're with me, you're with me. Cause one with you is majority
children but love Where I stuffed and towel to my soul Ooh, That's why I am not worried You're with me, I'm not alone Yes, I'm covered Looking unto Jesus' soul Auto and finish are unfaithful I'm a trust because I love you I love you, I have everything My God, I I put my trust in you Lord, I'm not lost Here, here, here What with you, what with you It's melody What with you, it's melody Lord, I'm not alone You're with me, you're with me One with you is melody One with you is melody One with you is melody Lord, I put a, put a, put a You're with me, you're with me One with you is melody So when did you first recognize yourself as a child of God? As a child of God, yes. Um, I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit like really strongly, I would say, in my early teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I started to really recognize it differently. When you're younger, you maybe don't understand as much. I still felt it, but I feel like I recognized it more, let's say, 13, 14 end up and the way that I was able to recognize it is that I felt so uncomfortable with some of the things some of my peers would do or say the language they would use if Mm -hmm. I would even try I'm trying to fit in it just it wasn't a good fit it Mm -hmm. didn't feel right Mm -hmm. you know they'd get away with telling a little white lie and it's like it's all fine and if I attempted I just wouldn't feel good on the inside Mm -hmm. and I realized that I was really called apart that it was different I can't just say whatever and do whatever the music they would listen to and you know they want to go dance the things they'd want to do it just it didn't feel it didn't feel right I was most comfortable around you know my church family when I go out to youth meetings Mm -hmm. and you know Sunday services I felt like ah yeah this is this is where I'm supposed to be and it was very it was very different Mm -hmm. it was very different when I was at school versus when when I'd be in the house of the Lord I would just feel so at peace and at home Oh, such a lovely mm-hmm. testimony. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And so many, as you're speaking, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm going to s- take this broadcast and send it out to so many young people that I know. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. that. That is lovely. Yeah. That really does uh, yeah. make you know that you're set apart. Because yes. now you have a new yes. nature, right? Mm-hmm. And that That's nature right. wants to be close to God and do the things of God and not of this That's world. That's right. Oh, mm-hmm. praise yeah. God. Mm-hmm. So, so um, who or what has influenced you the most when it comes to your faith, Zadina? Well, both my parents have influenced me a great deal and just the person I am today, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my mom's faith, I would say, is a great testimony to me. Um, like, she had such a strong prayer, prayer life, mm-hmm. and I saw God answer so many of her prayers. Mm-hmm. So I remember whenever I felt like I needed prayer, I would go to her and say, like, whether it be, oh, I have this exam I'm about to write, can you pray for me? And she would pray for me and I would walk into that exam room just like with confidence and just feeling like it's it's all going to be okay. God's going to help me pass this exam. Mm-hmm. I would study, of course, but, you know, you get nervous and things like that. And I would just be at such peace after she would pray for me or, you know, if I'm not feeling well, for example, and I needed to to be prayed over for healing she would come and she would pray over me and and i would see that god would Mm -hmm. heal me and Mm -hmm. that has been such a huge testimony Mm -hmm. to me you know just by seeing how she trusts god and and that has helped me understand what it is to go to him and ask him for what i need and trust that he will deliver 
Mm. Oh, praise God! Wow. So mm. you 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 um you had such a strong faith and belief in 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 God from that mm -hmm. young age. So yes. <laughs> how did you cope with um, peer pressures at that sort of age? Because these days um, we realize that the young ones influence their one another. And it's so how, how did you cope with the pressure? So it was challenging for sure, because you want to fit in. You know, You're, nobody wants to be the one who stands out and who's very different from everybody else. But I found it really helped to just have just that one friend, like not necessarily feel like you need to, to have a whole group of friends, you yeah. know, just that one friend that you can see eye to eye with, you know, and that you can be the one to influence them. I remember I would invite my friends to church. We'd have banquets every year where we would minister and I would invite them to come out. So they knew I was somebody who served the Lord, who loved the Lord, and I just needed one, you know? Okay. So I, I did have a very close friend who we were on the same page. She would come to church with me sometimes, and it was just enough to have her. But where others are concerned, I really try to be the one to influence them versus the other way around. I'm not saying I was at all perfect. Of course, there were times <laughs> where, you know, you, you're you're going to be tempted, which is why I was saying that I may I may try to indulge, but I know that. I didn't feel good about it. So right mm -hmm. away, if I was influenced to do something that I knew I shouldn't be doing, I'd have to like ask God for forgiveness. Like the conviction was always mm -hmm. very, very strong. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it and feel okay. I'd have to, whether it be confess or just mm -hmm. go pray to the Lord to mm -hmm. really forgive me. And then I'd be like, I'm not doing it again. It's not right. worth it. You okay. know? Okay. Amen. Yeah. Anointed Community Services International. We're a nonprofit 501c3 organization, and we educate and empower the disadvantaged women, youth, veterans, and seniors in South Lake County. We're currently managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida, and offering free programs for youth, women, and seniors. We're offering an after-school tutoring program, a summer activities program, a women's network uh, that brings women together to educate and empower them to be self-sufficient, and also a Meals on Wheels program that delivers food for veterans and seniors in the community. Many are receiving help applying for food stamp, Medicaid, getting legal document assistance, and even starting a business. We'll soon be in a new Elise Tomlin Empowerment Center that will have a business incubator where small businesses will be able to start off with a low overhead and get free services by our staff. We believe in empowering and transforming communities. And we can be reached by calling 352-404-7898. Again, that's 352-404-7898. Or you can visit us online at www.anointedcs, that's C as in cat, S as in Sam, dot org. Anointedcs.org. Bridging the gap between the young and the elderly. Brother Z and friend, we are glad you are listening. Susie, so, I'm here amazed <laughs> and listening, but not at all taken by surprise. But I really want to know, what would you say is your gift and calling in all of this? Shortly after accepting Jesus into my heart, um, my mom had given me the advice to ask the Lord to give me wisdom like Solomon, hmm. right? And so I did. I prayed and I asked God for wisdom. And I really believe that he heard and answered my prayer because amongst my peers, my family, everybody around me, they know me as... Um, like a woman of wisdom and they come to me for advice about certain things they may be going through or they're not sure what to do somehow. I'm the one there. I'm going to ask the Dina about that. And they know that it's not me. I give God all the glory, you know, because he really did answer that prayer. And even if I haven't gone through what they're going through, I always ask the Lord to help me and to direct me in what, what I should say. And um, that's something that I would say is really a gift that comes from God. What a fellowship 
What a joy divine Leaning on the everlasting arms What a blessedness What a peace is mine Leaning on the everlasting arms Leaning, leaning Safe and secure from all alarms Everlasting on Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way Leaning on the everlasting arms Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day on the everlasting arms Leaning, leaning Safe and secure from all alarms Leaning, leaning Leaning on the everlasting arms What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms I have blessed peace with my Lord so near Leaning on the everlasting arms I'm leaning, leaning Safe and secure from all So Zadina, so you made you made mention of your of your husband somewhere in the opening or or, or somewhere there. So uh, first of all, what's his name? My husband, his name is Shane. Shane. Yes. Is that how you call him? Is that how you call him, Shane? <laughs> That's not how I call him. But <laughs> I, I really I, go Shane. I mean, <laughs> all right. So how how did you guys met? We met at church, actually. Um, oh. It's a church he was going to, and I was visiting. So um, he approached a mutual friend, and he asked for an introduction. <laughs> and I remember when my friend came to me and said, "Oh, there's a there's a young man who wants to meet you." I was I was so nervous, and it really what I I was there. I was like, "That's that's not what I'm here for," you know. Like I, I'm here. I came to church. Like I want to focus. I'm not trying to. To, to meet anybody and okay he was really he was really persistent though he didn't let it go I mean it was a couple weeks I was visiting and I was kind of trying to avoid and one day he he kind of just stopped us in our tracks and, and and asked for that intro you know said to the friend okay this is the time I've waited long enough so oh my, my friend God. didn't have a choice yeah <laughs> she didn't have a choice wow. she had to do the introduction mm. um, but I'm so glad that he was persistent he truly pursued me and it's a beautiful feeling to be pursued Pursuit. and even at, yeah, yeah at, <laughs> and we, we don't get much of that these days but mm-hmm. i i'm really blessed to say that he really did pursue me we started talking started dating and he told me that from the first time he saw me the lord told him that i was his wife and oh i was ah. like oh wow i, was, I told wow. him I, said, well, I didn't i didn't get that memo it took me it took me a while <laughs> you know, i wasn't sure you know but i really feel like it's important to to go to god and not feel like if you you know what you need you know mm, god right. knows what we need so much right. more than than we know because mm. i was looking for you know, Mr. Perfect, you know what I mean? Like as young Mm -hmm. ladies, we think we know you got to check all these boxes, right? Mm -hmm. But really and truly God knows best. And I'm so Mm -hmm. grateful because he, he is really such a, 
God-fearing and humble man. Like he's, he's so kind and honestly, he knows what it is to really seek the Lord and lead his family. And I know that I'm extremely blessed to have him as a life partner. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You go, Shane. You yeah. go. Right? <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Zidina, yeah. I want you at this point to mm-hmm. make Brother George very happy. Oh. Shane okay. is from which country? Uh-oh. Oh, he's, Uh-oh. he's from Jamaica. He's Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just made his day. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Eternal Father. <laughs> Privacy and Friends is a unique thought-provoking program that brings our listeners closer to the understanding of the Word of God. We focus on things that are straight from the Bible that may need clarification to others. We make it as simple as possible. Email brotherz77 at gmail.com Our podcast Brother Z and Friends B-R-O-T-H-E-R A-N-D F-R-I-E-N-D-S It's available for your listening at your convenience. Just Google the name. The phone four zero seven six six eight four eight two four. Anointed Community Services International. We're a nonprofit 501c3 organization, and we educate and empower the disadvantaged women, youth, veterans, and seniors in South Lake County. We're currently managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida, and offering free programs for youth, women, and seniors. We're offering an after-school tutoring program, a summer activities program, a women's network. Uh, that brings women together to educate and empower them to be self-sufficient and also a Meals on Wheels program that delivers food for veterans and seniors in the community. Many are receiving help applying for food stamps, Medicaid, getting legal document assistance, and even starting a business. We'll soon be in a new Elise Tomlin Empowerment Center that will have a business incubator where small businesses will be able to start off with a low overhead and get free services by our staff. We believe in empowering and transforming communities. And we can be reached by calling 352-404-7898. Again, that's 352 352- Four zero four seven eight nine eight, or you can visit us online at www.anointedcs. That C is in cat, S is in Sam. dot org. Anointedcs. dot org. This is Pastor Amar. What a great job! What a great team! I pray God continuous blessings be upon you all. May the favor of Jehovah, God, and His Son, Jesus, be honored with your program. God bless. This is Nick from Montreal, and I'm still listening and enjoying your program as you continue to share great wisdom. God bless.
Greetings, greetings, greetings. It is always such a pleasure to be with you all by way of radio. And we've just been so blessed with just a rich interview. And we're going to go into the Word of God and hopefully plant a seed in your heart that you will be encouraged and inspired to seek this Lord that we know, this God that loves you so much that He will give you the world. Amen. And that's literal. Give you the world. I want to talk about 
the call from the king coming from the book of Esther chapter 1 verses 10 and 11. And it reads, On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Mahamam, Bizda, Harbona, Bigtha, and Abakatha, Setha, and Carcass, the seven chamberlains that served in the presence of Ahasuerus, the king. He commanded them to bring Vashti, the queen, before the king with the crown royal to show the people and the princes her beauty, for she was fair to look on. But the queen Vashti refused to come at the king's commandment by his chamberlains. Therefore was the king very wroth and his anger burned in him. I want to go to another portion of scripture uh, in Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 10. And Jesus answered and spake unto them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which made a marriage for his son and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come. Again, he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bidden, Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. And when the king heard thereof, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. Then saith he to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. And when the king came in to see the guest, he saw there was a man which had not on a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how came thou in hither not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to his servants, Bind him hand and foot, and take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. And I want to talk to you, the call from the king. As we see how the king Ahasuerus called Vashti, so we see how Vashti, the queen, refused to come to the king at his bidding because she was so concerned about her own thing, her own party, until she refused his command. Many being called, but few are chosen. The Lord God has called many, as he may be even calling you today, that are listening under the sound of my voice. And I want to encourage you, don't be like Vashti, but Esther, on the other hand, who was uh, most beautiful. And the Bible says in Esther chapter 5, that Esther was beloved all above all the other maidens. And when she put on her royal apparel, she stood in the inner court of the king's house. And as we know, the Bible tells us about the temple and the tabernacle of the Lord, where we had the outer court and the inner court. The inner court was that place where there was an incense burning and Incense represents prayer. Esther stood in that inner court to seek the face of the king, and he held out his golden scepter to her and bidded her to come forward, to answer her prayers, to give her the desires of her heart. That outer court, that inner court where she came in to seek the king, she didn't refuse his call. She came in to make her petitions known unto him. And as we see in the book of Matthews, where that one particular man had on, uh, he didn't have on the proper garment. That proper garment recognizes the outer robe, the robe of righteousness, which is Jesus Christ. 
When Jesus comes into your life, he gives you a new garment, a new robe, a robe of righteousness that will make your life more different. It will make your desires different. As we interviewed today, it will make the things that you do different and you'll have a different nature. God loves each and every one of us and he's calling calling you to the marriage supper of the lamb that you would come and have eternal life and eat at his table all the days of your life. The Bible lets us know that the blessings of the Lord, he makes rich and he adds no sorrow. He wants to give you those that delight themselves in him, the desires of your heart and give you eternal life. Most importantly, won't you bid the call and heed the call. Don't be like Vashti, but be like Esther and go before the king, giving your petitions. Go before the king, praying and getting to know him better. Go before the king, learning of his word in the mighty name of Jesus, and let him give you that robe of righteousness that you will not be thrown out on that day. Amen. God bless you. We thank God for you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Linda. Thank you. You know, this one was was a special one for me. Mm. So I'm thankful, grateful to yourself and Brother George for doing this interview of Zidina. May the Lord bless and keep you all. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Heed the call. Heed the call. We thank you, Pastor Linda, very much for heeding the call to bring to us the words of God, the undiluted word of God. Father, we praise you and we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to listen to the woman of God giving us the undiluted gospel straight from the word of God. And so, Father, we pray for our listening audience that as they listen, that they may heed the call in Jesus' name. And Zadina will be back with part two of this interview the next time on Brother Z and Friends. So won't you join us then? Brother Z and Friends is a unique thought provoking program that brings our listeners closer to the understanding of the Word of God. We focus on things that are straight from the Bible that may need clarification to others. We make it as simple as possible. The music that we play complement the topic that we may be discussing at any given time. Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Sweetest name of all. Jesus, you always hear me when I call. Each time I fall, you're the sweetest, sweetest name of all. Jesus, how I love to praise your name. Jesus, you're still the first, the last to say. Oh, Jesus, you died and took away my shame. You're the sweetest, sweetest name of all. Jesus, you're the soon and coming king. Jesus, we need the love that you can bring. Oh, Jesus, we lift our voices up and sing. You're the sweetest. Sweetest name of all Jesus You're the sweetest name of all Jesus You 
zone right now and um, brother z uh pastor linda we're gonna lift our voices together as we say <laughs> we share because we care until the next time may the good lord bless you may he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace thank you so much zazina And thank you for having me. God bless thank you. you, Zadina. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Zadina. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.